today, I really want to talk to you about the fact that the biggest miracle for you today, you all have a miracle for you today. Do you know what it is? It's that God knows you. It's an amazing thing to understand that no matter how many we are in the planet, God knows deeply each and any one of us. And that's a miracle in itself. And that's a miracle that's not just for someone else or for your neighbor, but it's a personal miracle that's just for you today. And what does that bring us in our lives is that it brings us closer to God. And today is a day to get closer to God, to be reminded of or discovering for the first time the purpose of our life on earth, to know what our identity is and what our calling is. And so today we are going to talk about the fact that God created us, but also the fact that God knows us deeply. Great program. I'm excited. Okay, let's read in Jeremiah 1.5. Do you have your Bibles today? Very good. I'm going to wait for you to find it. Jeremiah 1.5. Thank you, Lord. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I'm going to read it again. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. Two words. I knew you and I consecrated you. So God not only knows deeply each and any one of us from even before our own mother did, he consecrated us for a purpose. And in that very scripture, God is talking to a prophet called Jeremiah. And that's the way God starts the conversation being like, Jeremiah, I knew you from before the beginning and I consecrated you and here's what I want you to do. And so today, because in the Bible, God is talking to a lot of people, but today God is still talking, you know that? And so the following is, I knew you, I consecrated you, and here's what I want to tell you today. And the end of that sentence is different for each and any one of us. Which blows my mind. It's just amazing. And then there's a story about Jesus. I love Jesus. And I love the Gospels. And I love to see how Jesus lived his life here. And how he interacted with his disciples. And the example that he set for us. And the main scripture for us today is found in John 1, starting at verse 43. It's the story of Jesus calling his disciples. Okay. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered me, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, 
you are the son of God and you are the king of Israel. Jesus answered him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man. We're talking about a very personal encounter about Nathaniel not being really impressed about what his friends are saying about Jesus or maybe some miracles or some things that he heard. The thing that convinced Nathaniel that Jesus was the Son of God was that Jesus knew him. And he proved it to him by referring to a very personal moment when Nathaniel was under the fig tree. When you were there, I saw you, says Jesus. And I really like this story because Nathaniel is a bit skeptical, you know? He's like, Nazareth, really? The one we've been waiting for, you know, from Nazareth? Like a 2,000 citizen, like agricultural city? Like those ones? Like he's from there? I really doubt it. You know, and then Philip, because he's a good friend, he's like, just come and see, you'll see. <laughs> you know, I'm convinced and you'll be convinced too. Just wait two seconds. And then when Jesus sees him coming, he doesn't even wait for Nathaniel to be like right there. He just sees he's coming. He's like, here's a true Israelite, you know, in which there's no deceit. You're not a hypocrite. I know. I know you're a sincere man. I know you. And he's like, what? <laughs> How do you know that? And then Jesus is like, way before Philip brought you here, I knew you. And when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. And what I love about this story, I'm really curious. But there's no way each and any one of us can truly know what happened under, under the fig tree. And it shows us that it's between Jesus and Nathaniel. And we each, we each have those moments where it's just between us and God. And that's why I think for us today, the biggest miracle <laughs> is that God knows us deeply and personally. His friend Philip didn't know what happened under the fig tree, but Jesus did. And this morning, God really wants to meet with you. And Maybe you feel like God is really, really far away. But as Jesus said to Nathaniel, he wants to say to you, when you were alone, in that specific moment that you only know about, I was here with you and I saw that. And I want to answer your prayer. And that's a message for all of us today. Because Jesus doesn't have any favorites. And you know why I honestly, I really, really like this story? It's because that happened to me, almost word for word. Do you want to know what happened? Okay, so I was in France and some of my friends were involved in that outreach program and there was like this big play going on and they needed someone to help with the costumes. And I just happened to be in France waiting for my aunt to get married and I had like 10 days ahead of me without anything to do. And so my friends are like, Heidi, we know, you know, you have experience in theater. Would you like to come and help? And I was like, yeah, why not? You know, I don't have anything else to do. But I just ended up here in that program where they have chapel every morning and they pray together 
and they serve God. And at that specific moment, um, I was in this very season where I was just thinking all of my life decisions. I was just a bit confused, to be honest. I was like, I chose this career and I'm giving everything to it, but is it really the right path for me? Or, you know, what have I done? Am I, am I wasting time? Am I really doing the right thing? And I was in this moment of doubt and true vulnerability, which I know all of you here understand. And so this pastor comes along and I've never met him. I never heard of him. He takes, the, he takes the train and from the train station comes straight to the program or to the church where we were based. We were doing rehearsals there. And he just comes straight for the train station and literally 15 minutes later he was preaching. Like he was like straight here. Starts preaching and then he says, you know what? I think that instead of preaching tonight, I'm just going to share my testimony. And I'm not kidding you, his testimony was word for word, everything I was going through. I was like, what? You did that too? And how did you, how did you make that decision? How did you do that complete turnaround? And, 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 and I could see the result of him following God at that moment because that was his testimony. And my heart started shaking and I was just like, how come this man? Like he's sharing his testimony, but it feels like he's just talking about my life. You know, how do you know that? And you almost feel exposed. You're just like, what? <laughs> and so I just felt that even if it was a bit scary and, you know, I didn't know him and I didn't want to bother him, I was like, I really need to go and talk to him after the, the service. And so that's what I did. I'm like, Pastor, I know you don't know me. I'm Heidi. Um, I was really touched by your testimony. I have a couple of questions for you. Do you have time? And he made the time. And we sat down and, and we had a chat and I just started asking questions like, how hard was it when you made that decision in your life? And how did you overcome this? And how come you could forgive those people to do this to you, which things that I went through as well. <laughs> and I was like, what, you know, how, how did you do this? And then he just stops and he looks at me and he's like, Heidi, God has given you dreams. And he starts, I'm not even kidding you, listing all of the dreams God has given me when I was a teenager. Like, we're talking gift of discernment and gift of knowledge times 2,000. Being like, Heidi, when you were a teenager, you, you always wanted to go to Bible college. And I'm just like, how do you know that? And then he's like, and you know that you want to care for teenagers one day. You know? And... As he was saying these dreams, and like at least four dreams that I've never shared with anyone. And to be honest, I forgot those dreams. And he was reminding them to me. And he was like, you want to create a platform where teenagers are free to serve God and be creative as well. So they'd never have to choose between, between being excellent and creative and saving God. I was like, that's right. And I was crying. And I was like, how do you know that? How do you know that? And I felt so vulnerable. And then, <laughs> that's when it gets even better. He says, and you're with someone right now. You've had a boyfriend for a long time now. And I'm just like, <gasps> like, how do you know that? No one here knows that. No one from the group, no one knows that. And no one would have been able to tell you this. That's like my secret. <laughs> I'm like undercover here. I'm just here to serve. I'm not here to, you know, 
changed my life around. You know, that's how I felt. And I started crying and he's like, all of the dreams I just said, you'll never see them come to pass if you stay with him. And at that moment, is that moment under the fig tree where you know you can't hide. <laughs> and you know that God comes with his gentleness and just shows you in really personal ways, I know you. <laughs> I know you better than anyone. I know your dreams. I know what you really want. Not what you say you want, but I know what you really want. And I know I'm the only one who knows how you can get there. And that's, some, that's a word for someone today. God is the only one who knows how you can get there. And so from that moment on, I just, you know, my world was completely turned around. And I was just, God, I cannot do as if I didn't hear anything now. I cannot continue just to like, foolishly continue to do my own things thinking that you haven't spoken because you just did and so that was a turning point for me where I made the decisions I needed to make and I activated that word in my life and I pursued it and that's why I'm here today and I've been living my best life to be honest no regrets God truly knows what best what's best for us he really does and you know that moment under the fig tree, Nathaniel, he's the only one who knows with Jesus what happened. But maybe he was praying for something specific. Maybe he was crying or maybe he was doing something that he would have wanted no one to ever know. You know? A bit of a moment, like the moment where you think that you're by yourself all alone and that no one cares. And Jesus comes right into that moment and says, I see you. I'm the answer to whatever happened under the fig tree. And this moment in time completely changed Nathaniel's life because then he was convinced, Jesus, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And now I have a purpose, which is to follow you. And that's, that's how you know God truly spoke to you because it kind of evokes in you this, this desire that cannot be put away of just serving him. And being like, now that I know, how can I do as if I don't know? You know? So today is really a call. Yeah, the result of my testimony was that it created this fear of God in me. Of being like, God, you are truly God. And no matter how far I run, and no matter how good I am at hiding, I will never be able to hide from you. <laughs> kind of like Jonah, you know? And you will find me, even if it's like in this really small city in France where I think no one knows me. You know me. And you will find me. <laughs> because you consecrated me before I was even born to do something that only I could do. And stepping into that purpose is the best thing you could ever do with your life. Because that's, what, that's the reason why you were created. You know? One of my favorite songs is, um, I think it exists in English, it goes like, I was made to worship you. I, what's the rest? Was made to glorify your name. I love that song because it's just like, 
Even if I don't know what tomorrow brings, I know one thing is that I was made to worship you. I was made to have a relationship with you. I was made to be close to you because you want to be close to me. And that's what God wants to say to all of us today. I created you. I know why you're here. You are not an accident. And before your own mother even knew you, I knew you. And even more so, I consecrated you. I gave you gifts that no one else has. I gave you dreams and, and a passion and a stirring in your heart that only you have. I opened your eyes to problems and to things that only you has the solution to it. I consecrated you. And now won't you just trust me and follow me into that purpose? Because that's truly, that's truly the most purposeful and fulfilling thing you could ever do. And no matter how far you try to run, like I tried to run, God will always find you. He will. He will. He truly will. He showed me it in, in a real personal way and I know he can do it for you too. God knows us. God knows you personally, intimately. He was there when, no, when you thought no one was there. He was. And that identity we find in God is kind of the fulfillment of everything we've been created for. Maybe, like Nathaniel, you've been fighting unbelief and being like, is there anything good that could come out of it? You know? I'm not so sure. It doesn't look like something I could trust, to be honest. Maybe that's you today. Or maybe you had that moment under the fig tree where you found yourself truly alone, thinking that no one saw you, and God want, wants to meet you in that place, saying, I was there. I saw you, and not only I saw you, but I consecrated you, and I have the solution for it. You don't have to park under the fig tree. There's a life ahead of you, a life of fulfillment, a life of purpose, a life of eternity, a life of love, of healing, of salvation. Won't you just trust me? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, because you never, never truly leave us alone. And you, lo you love us so deeply, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you because there's, there wasn't even one second in our lives where we weren't loved. Thank you because there was not even one second in our lives where we were truly alone. You were always there. You know why you created us. You consecrated us for a purpose that's so particular. And you trust us with that. Thank you. Thank you for loving us so well. Thank you for restoring that relationship through Jesus. That everything that has been broken can now be completely restored. And I thank you because, because of Jesus, we can walk in fullness of life in full relationship, intimately close to your heart, back to where we belong. I thank you, Lord. Come and talk to us this morning. Come and reveal to us again why we're here. Remind ourselves of maybe some dreams we forgot. 
maybe some new dreams that we're trying to put aside. You come and you reaffirm your word in our lives this morning. Holy Spirit, bring to remembrance all of those words you've spoken over us. All of those things, the hidden things, the things that, that no one else knows. You come and you reach us in a still, small voice. And we recognize you because we belong to you. Thank you, Lord.